Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Yeah, I mean, the people like the sophisticated sort of game, do they? Uh, the more complicated that the games are, uh, the more the people like to play them. Good morning, video games. Welcome to Filthy Casuals, a podcast about video games hosted by three very kind and extremely knowledgeable boys. Thank you very much for joining us. My name is Tommy Dasselow, and with me as always... Ben Vanell here, Tommy. It's great to be back, boys. Adam? Yeah? <laughs> You're opposite me. I am. I'm here in 2023, though. We're back in the room for the new year. Yeah. New year. Same attitude. Mm-hmm. That's right. In my attitude, my rules. Don't like them? Jump off! <laughs> That's my attitude. It's gruff and uninviting. You ever told <laughs> I'm going to change it for this year. <laughs> Thank fuck. <laughs> you ever told anyone to go jump in your real life? You I don't think I've that? ever even told someone to go fuck themselves or oh, any man. sort of never like a... You haven't a, been driving for years. So. No, <laughs> no retaliatory things starting with a go. I've told Go s- easy on me, maybe. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Be yeah, nice. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. mostly my... I've told so many people to go fuck themselves, but I've never told someone to go jump. You've so you've said a I've said a, like a go fuck yourself to like a the TV or to like an email or something I've seen online, <laughs> but I've What's never delivered on the TV that you said go fuck yourself <laughs> yeah, to. Great, it. um, great, great question. A few of the <laughs> nine out of ten of dentists <laughs> recommend. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. A few of the absurd leaps of logic in the last season of Game of Thrones. Oh, oh. Go fuck yourself. No. Wow. Um, no, you know, like a, just saying something online that irks me. Yeah. I've said it at a screen, mm-hmm. but never delivered it point blank face to face. But you have been. Uh, and I'm getting more um, confrontational as I age as well. Fuck. So this, this should be the year for it. Yeah. We'll start saying go fuck yourselves to any developer that crosses us <laughs> by making a substandard game. You know who I won't be saying go fuck yourselves to? Who? The showrunners of the new HBO series, The Last of Us. Yeah. Well, we don't know yet, I guess, but we'll find out week to week. Yeah. Well, yes. the, the Associated Press so far is is firmly anti them going and fucking themselves. Yeah. They're like, go fuck me. Yeah, because you've made a great show. (laughs) That's right. And that makes me horny. (laughs) (laughs) It is one of the most... Creativity is attractive. That's right. Absolutely. And we're going to create for for the nine weeks of the show a companion podcast for it. We thought about like whether we'll talk about... Because obviously Last of Us show will be big and it's to do with video games and we were going to watch it anyway. So we're Mm. thinking about like whether we'll watch it and talk about it on here or on like the Patreon or whatever. We've set up a different separate podcast to keep it all nice and Mm. cordial and off like uh, the military areas <laughs> in the HBO hit show The Last of Us. Right. Okay. Or like the finale of, you know, James hosting The Tonight Show. Caught and off. Oh, <laughs> that okay. might be what he says right at the end. Go fuck yourselves, yeah. everybody. <laughs> yeah. How about you go fuck yourself? <laughs> yeah. I got to say it. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, yeah. So it's called... 
And this name t- took a lot of deliberation. We really thought about it for ages. Yeah. So you'll know that this is going to be an unimpeachable name <laughs> mm. with no issues <laughs> that's discoverable yep. and uh, inviting. That's yep. right. And the name is Clicker, I Barely Know Her. That's true. Let's pause. Wait, pause for the applause. <laughs> people, go fuck yourselves. Yell people to a podcast for the first time. Um, in the vein of Arya talking to me, basically the dumbest name that we could well, think of. You might be listening and you might think, is that the best name they could have come up with? Mm. And we'd invite you to sit down and work on an idea for a title that is obvious that it's about the show mm-hmm. Last of Us and also funny. And you get back to us and let us know what you come up with. Maybe Not as easy as it might seem. You might also run through the fart of us <laughs> or any of the others that I can't even remember what we did. But yeah, yeah. Clicker, I barely know her, is the name. Uh, and then I think it says a Last of Us recap podcast, which yes. is what it is every week after the show. We'll be putting that up while well, we'll be recording it first and then putting it up. Mm-hmm. Uh, prob- so same as Aria talking to me, like yeah. roughly a couple of hours after the show airs. Yep. Uh, we will um, do a little recap every week and talk about it because it, by all accounts and all signs, it seems like it's going to be a good fun show and it'll yeah. be yeah. good fun to talk about. It. Yeah. Well, we were waiting for the advanced press to come out because we were debating what to do and then we were like, let's just wait and see. This might be yeah. a big old three out of ten. Mm. And then reviews are really good. They had their um, their big press premiere thing the other night. Yep. Yeah. Nick Offerman on the red carpet being like, I got asked to do this and honestly, I hadn't played a video game since about 1998. Oh. God, it's refreshing to hear. Yeah. <laughs> like- Be here for games though. There's a chance Nick Offerman played Metal Gear Solid, Half-Life, <laughs> StarCraft, <laughs> uh, Ocarina of Time. He's just yep. been so busy with his career. He re- he's like a big gamer. But, yeah. but now that the advanced press has approved, we as the delayed press will mm-hmm. be uh, coming up behind like Ellie, uh, oh. one of the characters, mm. uh, and, In what? and talking about it every week. I don't know yet. <laughs> the first episode will be up on Monday. You can go follow it now, though. We'll have like a little just uh, previewy short clip there so yeah. you can go follow the podcast there'll and be a link to it in the description of this one you can share that little clip with your friends if they're maybe not big gamers but a big you know prestige TV fans they mm. like recap podcasts share that one around it'll be yes very similar to, to the Game of Thrones one Nox and I have done yeah we'll just go through the episode beat by beat chat about it and make a few jokes it'll be fun yeah it should be a good time it'll be like a little TV book club mm. come and join us at Clicker I barely know her <laughs> <laughs> so hopefully It'll be fine. Cool to hear that it's good, though. Cool to hear that, yeah. the, that the response is. Uh, I'm really looking forward to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. People yeah. have. I mean, as soon as I saw, I think maybe it was the Guardian was like the best video game adaptation ever. I was in. Loba pixels. I'm Loba, but I'm, but I'm yeah. I'm still curious. Whatever that means for us, that's going to be pretty interesting to see. Yeah. yeah, And it does mean that you'll get if you're not interested in watching it, you don't have to put up with us talking about it here every week or yes, whatever. That's you're, true. You've got a space where we can go and enjoy that together. Yeah, share it with your friends and watch along with us. And yeah. If you have a friend that's uh, watching it that doesn't play video games, mm. well, hey, this could be their introduction. To these three cunnies. <laughs> these beautiful boys. Maybe they'll start. Maybe we'll ruin some lives over this. <laughs> yeah. Good people, be. it's right as PSVR 2's coming out. Get them to pull out a second mortgage. Ooh, oh, I'm baby. I'm so You you pre-ordered, right? With the option to cancel it. <laughs> I've got right. it sitting there as a to if I can manage it, but boy howdy, that thing's gonna cost some money. Yeah. And uh but I've saved a bit of money by uh, playing playing some games I already had and hadn't gotten around to over mm. the little break we took. Yes. How, are, how are your breaks? Good. Absolutely wonderful. Yeah. Them's the? Yeah. Yep. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, Very yeah, real, We should say uh, we haven't taken it. The, you know, the show has been rolling on every week. But in the real world, it's been about two to three weeks. A couple of weeks. Since we got together. Yeah. 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 
just before Christmas we wrapped up. So we've had all the time since <laughs> but then. But the magic's just... still there, <laughs> as far as I'm uh, concerned. Well, we did a bonus episode like three days ago. That's so. true. <laughs> but yeah, well, we... we've had a little. Yeah, we've had a bit of time to just uh, just catch up on some stuff. Yeah, I it's made been an good. effort to uh, get into a few things that uh, you guys had talked about on your end of year lists mm-hmm. that I hadn't quite gotten around to, or felt like they deserved a second look in. What have you guys been doing? I did the same thing, and then did the same thing, but with two years ago. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yep. And yep. like uh, went and went and looked at. Well, we'll talk about. It. What about you in general? In I had gastro for a week, <laughs> and it, I haven't. I don't think I'd had it since I was a kid. Like properly, you just wake up and you're throwing up, and it's not because you are hungover. Like yep. yeah. It. I felt like. You know how when you get really sick, you just feel like a helpless child. It just really threw me back to that of like <laughs> well, this guy had the man flu. <laughs> <laughs> and where's, then where's me mum to hold the bucket under my? You know, like well, the worst bit is then you start to like feel a bit better, but then of course you're so dehydrated because yes. you've just gotten rid of like everything good out of your system, and it's very hard to continue getting that water in. So then you have your like couple of days where you're just like just weak and fatigued oh, so having to get those fluids back up. Yeah. It's the ultimate game, some might say. <laughs> some might. I don't know if I'd trust their analysis on <laughs> Dr. That. Mario might say that. I also played some games. I played some old, much older than a couple of years ago, I think, uh, from when they came out. Played a couple of games. Also did some DLC for one of my game of the years Ooh. Uh, of last year. And yeah, watched a lot of TV and movies and, and shit as well. All right. Primary school style. Mm-hmm. Who wants to share with the class first oh. what they did? They did. They managed it that way in your primary school. Who uh, wants to share with the class first what they did? I feel they just like let the kids decide. That's chaos. <laughs> well, I had a terrible education. What kind of fucking school is this? I learned heaps about the different colors of uh, jelly and very little about anything else. <laughs> sure. That was what we decided. Most okay. Weeks. Uh, Show no, and tell. Th- 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 yeah, after you come back, you, everyone's like, "What did you do on holiday?" And you do a little fucking oh sure b- journal thing or whatever about it. Yeah. Did you not do that in primary school? I think yeah, yeah, I think so. I once uh, my when I got back in like we'll call it year four, something like that, yeah, okay. five maybe mm-hmm. around whenever Tamagotchis were big. Yep. I they were like this year we're gonna do uh, journals of our weeks or whatever and. Be honest in there. Tell us what you what you're feeling. <laughs> Tell and all us what that you stuff. really think. <laughs> it was like <laughs> go fuck yourself, teach. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I won't say that. They're not on the TV. There, there, there was some. I don't know why it was like put to us to be like super tell us the truth or whatever or like it wasn't even tell us the truth it was add some feeling into it don't just describe as like a writing exercise tell us about how you things felt during it and i wrote one down and there weren't enough feelings in it so he made me do it again and then he made us read them out and so what i had to read out to the (laughs) fucking whole class was like that my tamagotchi broke and so i cried and felt sad and i like had kind of sarcastically i think written over-the-top feelings about it, but he's like, read it out. (laughs) And I still remember that, and it's... it's The the leap in the education system in the four years between me being in primary school and you being in primary school is staggering. We just got right in the notebook, sit there and shut up, and then read it out if you want or don't. We don't care. They would always tell... I I wrote a journal thing once. I went to a bunch of different schools, and I had to write a journal about uh, something that we did. I must have been over the holidays or something, but that same day they brought in ducklings in a box. Oh, yeah. Some, someone's duck had had ducklings or yep. whatever, or they'd found some, or <laughs> I don't know Checks where out. ducklings come yeah. from because I still haven't learned that because of my <laughs> yeah. terrible education. Mm-hmm. 
But uh, I wrote about how excited I was to see the ducklings. And I remember this teacher fucking yelling at me, being like, you saw them today. <laughs> that wasn't during your holidays or whatever you were meant to be writing about. <laughs> yeah, but it's, I'm, I'm eight and it's pushed everything right. else out of my I'm brain. I'm seeing a bunch of fucking ducks in a box. <laughs> I, what am I meant to do other than write about the extremely stimulating thing in front of me? They were quacking during when everyone was writing. Right. What are you meant to fucking do? Write what you know. I that's, remember That's the rule. I'm on Stephen King's fucking <laughs> level. I saw some ducks in a box. <laughs> I remember in prep. I wrote to Justin Timberlake <laughs> with the same thing, and he was like, "Well, I didn't come up with the idea for Dick in a Box, definitely." That, no, that, that song Sanders. is an, yeah, that yeah. song is an adaptation so of your anything. school journals, <laughs> right? Yeah. I had, had Lazy like... Sunday that same weekend. <laughs> Again, your teacher's like, not enough happened. Yeah. <laughs> I remember we had to do that Monday mornings in prep. We had to write about our weekend. And I right. remember there was one weekend where The Simpsons was pretty new on TV and there was an ad for like if you went on like the packet of Wonder White Bread, mm. there was like a, you know, it had Simpsons stuff all over it and if you could cut off a little thing and send in to get something. Right. And I like begged my parents like, can we go and get a thing of Wonder White so I can get a Simpsons prize? And so we went to the milk bar and I was like so happy. And so then I, I go to school on Monday morning and in my journal I'm like, I got a loaf of bread. And it's like, Jesus Christ, is this kid being locked under the stairs? Like, that's the highlight of his weekend. The teacher he was being like, oh, no, bread. I've gone back in time to a Victorian school. <laughs> uh, but I play games as well. Do you want to hear about some of them? Yeah, yeah. Let's let's go around the horn, right? Let's go game for game. What do you got, Knox? You're going uh, first. Conch in my and lap. Please, put some feeling into it. All right. <laughs> Tell us how the game made you. (laughs) What emotions you felt. I played Marvel Snap and it made me feel scared (laughs) (laughs) for the amount of time. I like this. And I I like this. Because initially we talked about this. You guys both got real into Marvel Snap Mm -hmm. and I just, for whatever reason, didn't. Lock up with it. Yeah, we got a beautiful. Me and Ben got a beautiful message in the group thread on like <laughs> December twenty seventh or yeah. something at like two a.m. Like, boys, it's hooked me. <laughs> yeah, we got him. Now watch this drive. <laughs> it's uh, a really great fun card game. Yeah, the rate at which you get your cards is not overwhelming, so the deck building feels natural as you go through. Mm. It I, that's a problem I have with, and I think maybe part of why initially. I didn't uh, get super into it is because like you get overwhelmed with possibility with like uh, building a deck with yes. the initial roster of cards. Right. Cause get. they give you like 20 or something. You right? get yeah. whatever amount it is. It's enough to, and you don't know any of the mechanics yet. And you, you know, you're really thrown in there and mm. it does take you through it. But uh, I just got overwhelmed enough by that. I was like, I don't care about to learn about. I know this. what you mean. Right. I spent the first like, however, like hours with the game. I didn't touch the deck building stuff. Oh, I was right. like, I'm just going to sit in this. I'm just going to get the ropes and because yeah, I started. You know, obviously it's easier to win when you're like lower levels. Right. So I was like, well, I'm doing, I'm doing well with this. Mm. Like, why would I shake it? up? And then yeah, you, know, you start to see. You st- like someone beats you with like a great mm. combo and you start to go, okay, all right, maybe it's time to... Or like you just keep getting this one and every time it comes up, you just have no use for it. So you're like, maybe I could sub yeah. that out for something right. else. But you I just start... really let myself take ages with just the starter that it gives you. And mm. whatever, yeah, whatever it was over over the break that, that just I had the time, I guess, to uh, sink into that. You 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 see the different um, you know stages. I don't I forget what they're called, but the three you know locations? areas, the locations yeah. that, uh, and you start to get a handle on which one of those might come up, and uh, it just fucking got me. Yeah. yeah, when you start figuring out your first like 
oh, if I use this card, but then do this card afterwards, then it doubles this thing. Mm -hmm. Ah, you're in. Yeah. (laughs) And everything's exploding and giving you like these animations, your frame breaking. You get your first card up to infinity and you're like, I'm the god of art. It's so good. Uh, And I'm super into it now. I'm playing it every day. 2 p.m. Is when they refresh. Oh yes, the uh, the, the the like missions? the, the, oh, the yeah. missions. They mm. go every few hours, but at two p.m. they give you that free fifty uh, yep. gems or whatever. Yep, you yep. noticed this, which I'd noticed too, and I was I was rapt to hear someone else, uh, kind of yeah, pick this out. Yeah, that the guy who like the voiceover guy who when you upgrade a card. The first stage of it is like he'll go frame break, yeah. but then the next one and is then animated. He goes, then he goes 3D. Yeah, and it's like you know he's milking it. He's yeah. doing a big narrator announcer like in the left corner, absolutely. And he's going frame break, and then 3D, and then yeah, the third and then for one. animated, it's like they've gone now. We've sorry, this is blown out. We've only got literally <laughs> half a second of studio time left, so you got to get that in as quickly as you can. And it sounds like he'd already <laughs> left the building, and they had to. Call him back or something And it's, he's out of breath It's Krusty the goes, Clown Doing the vocals for his do- It goes Frame break 3D Animated <laughs> it's Animated like, <laughs> It's The weirdest And then the rest after that Are all normal yeah, again right. Animated Infinity Like Animated and He's like, kind of worried He's like a bit pain He sounds like Robin bizarre. Williams Yeah yeah Animated <laughs> Animated <laughs> Oh you've got a frame break Oh, oh, oh the Mona Lisa break, Oh she's not crap. smiling Oh she's breaking out of the frame Oh <laughs> oh, the, oh the frame break uh, Yeah it's <laughs> It's very funny And just It's it's a really well made I didn't realise That like one of the uh, At least one of of the um, lead developers and designers of it is an ex-Hearthstone yes. uh, developer. They've gone off and made their own studio. So that I think learning that was something where I was like, oh, okay, I guess that maybe that has me a bit more interested because that's the one other sort yeah. of deck building card game uh, or video game at least that's uh, really uh, sucked it for me. Mm-hmm. So There's I- so <laughs> many like, of the <laughs> abilities on the like cards and the locations they're all like there's so many of them. They're all so well thought out, and especially when you start playing it, you, you realize like there are so many different locations that come up, mm. and they've all got like yeah, just seeing a new one turn over for the first time and being like, okay, and there's this some is that interesting can completely fuck up a strategy. Oh yeah, and you can't rely on any one strategy because you know you draw a pretty small number of cards. Mm. So you can't have like this one card that your whole thing hinges on or you'll often get fucked. Yeah. yeah. So I have enjoyed building like a kind of improvisy sort of deck that's trying to fuck up the other person. Ooh, an improv deck. Nice. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> it's, I can't be, I, I'm inviting a, a bunch of people from my uni. You got a tall lady. My deck. You almost refused to really improvise to. a response. I know because it was just, <laughs> it's too many. They're all written already is the problem. You can't improvise a new improv joke. Yes. They've all been done. Um, I do find, like, I... Do, have you set up, you both of you guys, because I don't know, have you set up multiple decks? I've got one main one and then sort of an experiment one right. that I'll go in and change to try a new thing. Right. But I've I've really got one main one that I'm pretty much going Yeah, with. I've got, like, f- I think I've got five, but I'm kind of, I'll go, like... I'll just kind of decide I want to just completely right. – I might every now and then sub one out for mm-hmm. another one if it's like – like I said, 
a card that every time it's coming up, I'm like, this is, this is fucking not pulling its weight. Right. But then if I decide I feel like a change, I'm just like, well, I still want to keep this old one here just in case yeah. I want to come back to it. So I'm kind of like, yeah. And you see somebody else do right. something where you're like, damn, I'm taking that. Yeah. Especially with the like self-destruction sort of decks where there's yeah. a bunch yeah. of cards that get abilities if they get discarded. It's actually a sick game to lose at. It's one of the few things right. that's like, if someone really fucks you in the ass, it's like, man, they've played... You know, it's like, you, you're watching a true ballet. And you if, know? Yeah. Yeah. If, if you haven't tried it still uh, and, and sort of forget what it's about, you've got these three locations and you're trying to get generally the most power at those locations and every card has a certain power attached to it and usually has some other ability too. And yeah. a cost. And, so, though, and a cost. And yes. So there's six turns normally and you get one extra energy each time. So one, two, three, four, five, six, obviously, but it doesn't carry over. And so it means that certain cards can usually only be played on certain turns and yep. whatever. But having those three locations that you're vying for um, it's it's exactly the right amount because like you can set up a decoy location that it mm. looks like you're going for, but actually you're going to sneak in and snake the other two and playing those mental games with people yeah. and trying to predict what their one is going to be. I yes. love that about it. It's, it's got a bit of poker about it because you, when you snap, it's yeah. basically upping the ante. The, and that can be a bluff as well, which I don't. Uh, and it's good that you can't like match with people yet on purpose because I'm telling everyone that I just, <laughs> I just snap. I snap right. straight away. I just yeah. want the most possible points. Yeah, honestly, and I believe in myself. Yeah, <laughs> it's 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 a good way to lose a bunch of points, though. It is. I th so your those points. If you win or lose a match, you either win or lose the agreed upon number of points, which will be yeah, you can double it if you if you if you snap. Yeah, and yeah, but the thinking behind that and trying to figure out this person who you can't really communicate with. There's some like emotes and stuff. But yeah, people don't generally use those. I've never seen anyone use them. You get it from time to time. Yeah. Do, you'll do the little fist bump or whatever with oh, people, yeah. but uh, or get a, what just happened? Or right. right. What has happened? He's <laughs> 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 behind me, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> but like the, uh, like the meta in my head of where they're likely to play one of the guardians of the galaxy who will get oh, yes. extra, extra, um, they like double their, their power. If you play a card there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So like on a first turn, you'll often get a rocket raccoon out, yep. but they'll try and play that on the left one. If they're trying to do it, mm -hmm. if they're trying to do a card where rocket won't affect it, they'll often play it in the middle. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I'll go for the, the right one. If I don't want them to get it, but if I've got a rocket, I'll go in the, you know, stuff <laughs> yeah, like that. Yeah. 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 It, it isn't real, but like, <laughs> It it, uh, it's, it is it 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 feels like playing poker or something like that, where it is a bit of a mind game that's based on chance and your strategy, the what, how yeah. well you know the game. I've got, I'll tell you the decks I've got, uh, and I'll tell I've I've played it more than anyone I've ever met. <laughs> Just for the because we've talked about it on our in our groups and stuff, but for the listeners, I'm on collection level one thousand six hundred ninety three. Good lord! Um, and I've got a Tiger King deck, which is the one that uses Wong. And White Tiger, uh, it was big in March 2020, and and it's still relevant now. <laughs> uh, and then uh, an Odin. So basically, if you put down Wong, that doubles on reveal. You put White White Tiger there. You send out two White Tigers that are like power, seven power. Yeah. And then you drop Odin there. Re uh, reengages every on reveal. So then you basically fill. All locations, and then you've got tiger. the Carol Baskin a, card that destroys all the male cards on that's there. That's right. It's but that's a difficult one, possibly because you also is. got you rely on drawing those individual cards, and and you rely on someone not putting 
uh, Cosmo the dog down, which cancels all on Cosmo review. Cosmo fucks you. Or <laughs> yeah. if they chuck a hobgoblin somewhere, exactly. that might, like, I love chucking a hobgoblin <laughs> is, at people. It, oh, I yeah. mean, people talk about how the Marvel movies are like, I mean, we're really scraping the bottom of the barrel if we're getting Ant-Man in the movies and stuff. It's a real, Marvel Snap is a real education into, oh, yeah. into how deep down that barrel really goes. Yeah. I want the Cosmo the dog movie. Oh. You know, I want <laughs> Give fucking... me the Kazar trilogy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Give me Lizard. Well, it's Tarzan. <laughs> uh, I've got a discard deck. So like right, that's the, the kill your own cards. Yeah, yeah. Morbius grows in power every time you discard something, and then if you got Hella, she brings back every discarded card. So that's a good one. Destroy, like you said before, Nox, the the self destruction deck. And if this sounds like if you're not into this game, and you hit, like, honestly, please give it a go. Yeah, at the twenty three minute mark. I know that's why <laughs> that's why I bring it up because this. it's like if you hate this, yeah, I I. I challenge you. Oh, it, it's like we're talking about chess. Uh, you know, it's like, well, yeah. it's a very deep game, well, but you also, can also not give a fuck yeah, about it. Exactly. If you don't give a shit, go give it a go. And you, you, I honestly think there's a higher chance of you giving a shit than everything about this mm. game makes it seem like there would be. Well, there's yeah. a case to be made that this is the only game we should talk about on this podcast ever because it's on phones and it's free. So it's one of the yeah. few things so that there is no financial or hardware barrier to anyone listening to have it's a go at this. The same way you got this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's on pocket casts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I've also got a mischief deck, which it sounds like is what you're doing, Nox, and a fun deck, which is just like, there are some, like, and I've got so many cards now. There's just uh, some You can't really name them, can you? That's annoying. Yeah. You can you go you can now. Them. Yeah, you yeah, just yeah. hit on, oh, like, right. deck five and, for a little while. and redo it. Yeah. yeah. I've still just got them as deck three is the one I'm using. Yeah, but okay. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a good, fun game. Don't. Uh, be judgmental of it in the way that I think I was. Mm. Give it a give it a sincere crack, and I reckon it's a lot more fun than uh, it it makes any sense for it to be. It's re- it's not a it's not a loot box. Like it has loot boxes, but it's not a unfair. You know, um, yeah. It's money so easy sink. to not spend money on. Like yeah. you, no, you can yeah. play infinite games without. Yeah. Like it doesn't. It the 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 barrier is in increasing your card collection and that sort of thing, but. I really haven't found after playing it, you know, quite a bit for the last couple of weeks, any urge to spend money on it, yeah. which is, you know, it's not doing that fucking candy crush thing of like, you're out of lives. Don't play till yeah, tomorrow. Yeah. Yep. You can, you can do as many matches as you want and you're just earning stuff most of the time. Yeah. yeah. It's a good time. And I, I've had a good time with it over the break. <laughs> well, a couple of games that I bought v- v- very cheap. Uh, not as cheap as Marvel Snap, but pretty cheap, were the Resident Evil 2 and 3 remakes. Oh, yes. They were like, I don't know, 15 bucks each or something. Like the, I think they were on sale, but um, I fucking loved them. Th- thank God. <laughs> <laughs> I kept, I, I did, yeah, I kept you guys in the loop as I was going through them because I know that you guys, yeah, really liked them both. Ben kept sending us messages being like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> Every time he gets scared, he'd send, yikes! <laughs> he sending us videos of himself with the night vision camera on and just his popcorn going everywhere in front of the TV. <laughs> but then late one night, I just sent you like, brains and you're yeah, like oh no uh-oh. you must have died that level shit <laughs> um but fuck they're good i've I'd never played the originals mm-hmm. i've dabbled a bit with the very first one i think probably like the the hd you know release or whatever yeah from, like the gamecube that they've they yeah it would have been that one and had only previously really played um eight all the way through and most of seven but Fuck, they're good. They're just that classic Metroidvania thing. This is heaven because I feel like we've been trying to get you onto two remake first sometime now. Yeah, yeah, oh, beautiful. I just needed the time, really. Yeah, and it is a perfect like. Yeah. It's not very long. It's a perfect one to fit in that little 
that little Christmas New Year week. And it's it's two specifically is just so intelligently designed. All of that stuff that I think it was evolution that did it, but <laughs> everyone can have their own opinions about things. Clearly, Resident we Evil schools. <laughs> the the atheists' nightmare. <laughs> um, but yeah, just so so clever, like. Getting so much gameplay out of a small area, going back and and back every every single time when you unlock something new, and feeling more in control, you know, more yeah, feeling more mastery over the space, which initially is so terrifying. I did find the tyrant third of the game to be kind of annoying because he's just following you everywhere, and you're like, I just want to go and unlock the door, you know. Mm. But yeah, that is kind of classic Resident Evil, where like the two-thirds of it are awesome and then there's like a late pivot into something that's just like a different game, mm, sure. which is generally not as good. Right. There's a high level of pressure that gets applied to you at some point in, in those earlier ones too, mm. like that that can be stressful. Right. I, yeah, I agree though. The, the like, yeah, you're, you're fucking around in the library or whatever trying to mm. solve the puzzle or work it out and then you hear those footsteps and you're like, oh, now I've got to leave and yeah. run around and do a lap. It, it, right. is, it, it does kind of feel at times sort of a little at odds of what you're being asked to do because it's like, well, this isn't, this isn't a challenge in its own mm. right. This is just like a thing that is just getting in the way of me doing something yeah. that's already a puzzle kind right. of thing. The times yeah. when he shows up and freaks you out, I think for me are worth the times when you're right, it is a hassle to just mm. do the thing that is easy to do to deal with him. Just yeah. a bit of padding of time, it feels like, yeah. It's also cool, though, like, just this, yeah, this guy just, like, st- it makes it feel very, like, yeah, real and... Yeah. Right. Knocking his hat off. Knocking like, his hat great. off. But yes, after a while, after you stop finding it scary, it's just like, all right, I'm just going to run around you, hopefully. You know, yeah. and, like... It, losing a bit of that horror movie tension, and then yeah, three at the start I wasn't as into it, and I'm I'm still not as into it uh, as I was with two, mm. and it's much more action packed, but it still is fun to be in that world, and I'm really excited for four. Like I, I having played you know a bit of it already, and and mm. in VR which was very fun, I'm I'm keen. Ream the- fork. Reimfork. The Reimfork. Yeah. And and 4 is like the original version of it is closer to the style that they did the 2 and 3 remakes in. Mm. And so, yeah, 4 remake will will hopefully be great. The the Did you play it on the PS5? Or yes. Because the, they did patches for those games, I believe, uh, since the PS4 versions, like to have them... PS5 upgraded with ray tracing and whatever. Like, did yes. you notice any of? Yeah, that? I noticed that it ran like shit with ray tracing on. That makes sense. Uh, it was really Everything disappointing. Does. Like, it just it didn't run properly. So yeah, I just right. had to put it on like it probably said performance mode, but just normal mode, and it still looked great, obviously. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that was noticeable. That if if yeah, that's my one criticism is like the ray tracing mode doesn't work on PS5. That's ray bizarre. tracing, yeah, is like it feels like we did jump the gun on that a little bit of like promoting it as this this big part of what these consoles can do because mm. they kind of can't. No, it's on PC then like absolutely like if you got that graphics card it, it like enhanced Cyberpunk when I first played it and all that stuff but it just did feel strange that it's like these are old or you know these are existing PS4 games mm. that you've put ray tracing on on a PS5. Why why isn't it at even 30 frames per second? Sure. Yeah. I still I mean given the choice on a game that's yeah Cross gen, which nearly all of them are, I just always have to go the uh, the performance. Yeah, it's great. I want that smoothness. I can't go the 
the fidelity, the it being a little slower, it just it just makes me feel like I'm. It's the the smoothness and the fluidity is what makes me feel like I'm playing a true like next hey, gen. Yeah, lift up. Life comes at you fast. So should your frame rate. Oh. That's what I always say, kid. Oh, who's this character? I'm a guy who sits down <laughs> on a park bench next to him and he gives you wisdom, but only about games. This okay, is Bob right. Hoskins Mario, I think. <laughs> <laughs> hey, kid. Uh, it's dangerous to go alone. Take this. And then I hand you like a porno mag in a brown bag. Yeah, nice. <laughs> uh, what did you play, Tommy? Yeah. Well, do we want to do some... Do we need to... Have a quick word from the sponsors first. Do we? Do do one first. And okay. Then we'll do yeah. Well, I feel like we might have more, much more to talk about. So yeah. Okay. Well. Uh, well, speaking of a beautiful looking game in mm. performance mode. Oh yeah. I played to completion Horizon Forbidden West. Oh yeah. After uh, you having it on your end of year list, Adam, and yep. also. Uh, yeah, just here. It was on a lot of end of year lists as well. Like mm. it was kind of one that you know, as we talked about at the time, and as happened to the first one, it just got immediately kind of swept under the rug a little bit because something so massive came out straight afterwards. And I felt like when we reviewed it, it was just just spending so long on the intro and really keeping me at arm's length and just cut scenes and not really letting me do any of the fun open world shit. And then I remember you saying, you're just kind of right at the point where it's just about to do that. And you were absolutely right. Yeah. I went back I'm in. always right about <laughs> video game things. I've lived a long life, kid. I went back in and boy, howdy, I had a great time with it. It's a, awesome. An open world game, especially in that little break week, is like mm. the, is my favourite kind of thing to play. Very easy to just kind of like come to a, you know, do a little mission. This guy said he played it to completion and he said it was easy to come to it. <laughs> I think I know Did what he why he enjoyed it so much. Um, because he found it accessible and played it all the way through. You've got it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the I reversal. also think he's a virgin. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, for something that I think uh I think does get a bit like it kind of goes under the radar for people a bit because it's another open world game and it has kind of a cool setting and stuff. But I don't know. I think people do have a bit of open world fatigue. And in, in terms of the things that it's asking you to do, uh, like structurally in the fact that it's an open world game, it's not really breaking the mold. No. But then there's so many systems in there of things that I think it's doing better than a lot of other examples of this type of game. Like okay. the combat is so good. Combat in open world is often, you know, a lot of the time, well, what is it in like a GTA? It's like shooting. Sure. Like to have this mechanic that almost feels more like Monster Hunter right. where you've got these weak spots and you, you know, you like you could have a game that's just that where it's like just these areas that you're going to and just fighting these like huge enemies that you have to scan and get the weak points and like shooting an arrow into the little, you know, gas canister on the back of it and that flying off and blowing it up and doing it damage is like so satisfying. I think that's the thing as well as you've got this big variety of, of enemies. Like mm. there yeah. are just sort of people who you, you beat up in there too, but like for an Assassin's Creed or something, even those recent ones where they sort of revamped the combat and all of that, you're fighting dudes with axes and whatever yeah. for the entirety of the time. Yeah. Other than, I think, in like some of the DLCs, you're like fighting big oh, yeah, Ragnarok gods and whatever. Yes, but. there's a few boss fights in even the Egypt one that are, yeah, a bit more classic boss fighty, but yeah, yeah, yeah you're but right. But you're doing, you're doing the same thing a lot of the time, so uh, I that... 
variety of enemies helps with that open world bloat feeling. Mm. Yeah. Because you're you're coming across ones who you've never even seen before, like quite coming far across into the ones. Game. Sounds like you spoofed your Dax to this game. I did, did constantly. Yeah, I'm surprised Tommy didn't. Uh, the the <laughs> fact that you're um, doing that intra- like good fun combat, but mm. yeah, again with with yeah, and like even enemies. getting your uh, getting your mounts. Anyone Mm-mm. to ride around? <laughs> like the traversal stuff, where like any other game. Yeah, you steal a car or you just, like, find a horse. This is, like, you have to, like, unlock the ability to be able to sneak up behind these creatures and, like, override them and then you can, like, have them as your little steed and ride them around. Mm. Like, that's a cool little, you know, twist on just that being able to, like, find a wild thing and, you know, ride it. Like, the fact that you actually have to, like, do a challenge to unlock the ability to do that with each different type of creature that's in there. When you leave your creature like outside a, um, you know, if you've gone into a building to do a quest or whatever, tie it up outside the Seven Eleven. Yeah, <laughs> but then you come out and it's like fought a whole bunch of other ones that have come along, like all this kind of stuff that's mm. in there that I haven't really seen in, and you know, it is just picking out all these kinds of things that have to exist in open world games. But in almost every aspect, it's like adding a little thing on that's kind of cool and makes the world feel lived in. Mm. Great. Yeah, I love the world. It looks. It just looks stunning on the PS5. It, yeah, I think you're right. I think it might be the best looking game, just in terms of the, it's crazy. Not just the the technical side of it, but the yeah, the design of it. Some of those areas it's taking you to are just breathtaking. It looks so good. It really does. And I've seen criticism of it for looking a bit too busy and messy, like in a in a sort of like um, Michael Bay Transformers kind of way, which mm. I can see. And too I much shit on the screen. There's a lot. Kind of I think that's true, but that that yeah, that adds to it for me. I like that. It works here for whatever reason. Yeah. I okay. hate the fucking scrap pile transformers mm. that they've got in those mo- but like I know what you mean but like yeah there, there was a point where I paused it and I was fucking around with um photo mode and because it's just static it's just a still image you're kind of like you know moving around and doing the poses and I was kind of experimenting with that and then I unpaused it and just it going back into motion and it's like literally every single like branch and twig and bit of grass that's on screen is going Oof, like her hair's yeah. whipping around right. there's like bits of dust and shit flying around it's like that kind of just having it be static for a second just and then coming out of it reminded me like, oh, yeah, there is a lot of shit going on on screen at any given point in this. But, it, yeah, but it works. I think so too. But, yeah, I do. I, I see that criticism that people have. But it, I agree. And, like, did, so you finished it off and, like, finished. did the rest of the main cool story. Cool story. I didn't do – I didn't re- – as I tend to do with these kinds of games, I didn't really engage with much of the side stuff or any of it. I just kind of, you know, locked on the path. I just kind of wanted to – get through it all and see all the different areas. And there's still like parts of the map that I haven't been to that I guess side stuff takes you to. Mm. One thing I will say, and I'm sure this will be annoying to people that are already think we bang on about um, the marvelification of script writing a bit too much. Um, In contrary to nearly everything we've ever said about any other game, this this series could use a bit more playfulness about it, I will say. It can be a bit It's very dour and very self-serious and... All the characters are like sort of just have the same kind of approach to like Mm, towards the end. I really was finding myself like I just wouldn't, I wouldn't mind like a like a little bit more color in here. I Mm. do think that a lot of that stuff is in some of the side missions and like particularly the you've got your sort of like Mass Effect ship base Mm -hmm. where where everyone hangs out and you can go and if you talk to them enough, they'll give you you know sort of. 
uh, like the loyalty missions from Mass Effect to go and do. And I, I, I liked all of that stuff in it too. Yeah. There was a bit more of that flavor right. in there. But I, I agree that there can be some, for as much like there is like some pretty cool, ridiculous shit that happens, a lot of that, uh, the more interesting writing is in like those data pads that are lying sure. around and stuff, which well, is... Well, it's also, you know. I mean, it's the, the storyline and what's happening. It is all big, dumb anime bullshit. So it's, I just, it's, for my personal yeah. taste, I would have liked it to have like lent into the silliness of all that a bit more because it is very silly. And there is a way But it's really treating it as like, oh, it's... Oh, it's all very, and it's like, yeah, it's a big fucking robot dinosaur. Come on. <laughs> and there is a middle ground between, like, you know, super serious writing and writing with levity, but that levity is like, hey, Mr. Big Robot, time to eat fist yeah, or whatever yeah, yeah, that totally. type of. No, that's you know. good. <laughs> I think that's good. No, you're right. It's just like having personality that's well written versus poorly yeah. written. <laughs> Have Aloy lean over to someone and go, like, did that big robot just say that they were coming over here? <laughs> uh, I yeah, think that uh, could mean a second thing sometimes. <laughs> that's true. There's not enough people taking a word that someone says and doing the other meaning of it in video games. That is the height of comedy. That's ours. <laughs> that's for us. When we release a game, that'll yeah. all be all it is. Ladies and gentlemen, the greatest synonym comedians in the world. <laughs> But yeah, it's um uh, yeah, I had a great time with it, and uh, you know, to go back to what you were saying about the PSVR, annoyingly, mm. this is now yeah. being like super wrapped up in this world. This is the thing that's really making me. But hey, I didn't realize this until the is that game not even coming out? I thought that was a launch it day. Is. It is launch day. Yeah, but oh. then there's also Horizon DLC that's coming out later in the year. You might be thinking uh, of that. Yes, yeah. there's that Burning yeah. Shores. I think where you go to LA. Yeah, that's like April. April, May, that's pretty something soon. like that. And that looks sick. Well, that, and that's the one. That's the other thing too. Like, I'm really excited to see. As great as this looks, it is. There are still kind of bits of it where uh, you can tell it's, you know, it's not. It looks great, but it's. It'll be cool to see the DLC being a PS5 exclusive and just them oh, yeah, right. pushing that as far as it can go. Rather than it, it does feel like bits yeah. of it are held back a little bit because it's yeah. having to run across two generations at mm. times. Yeah. Well, you don't. You know what won't hold you back, if anything. It will give you more freedom than anything ever before. The sweet embrace of death. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but until that comes, get a VPN. Oh, you want to make sure you're secure and safe and pretending to be in a different country That's right. while you're still here on this mortal coil. Yeah, yeah. As I long did, as you can manage it. <laughs> I did a lot of viewing over over the break, a lot of... Uh, a lot of, uh, you know, BBC, a lot of ABC, a mm-hmm. lot of Netflix US, yep. a lot of anime stuff. Okay. And brother, you best believe I was changing where I was living <laughs> based on what gave me more access. If I were going to do that sort of thing, I would use NordVPN. That would be my personal preference. Oh, you know what? We're on the same wavelength here. <laughs> Maybe We it's both cause... just logged into the same server <laughs> in East uh, USA. It could be because they're sponsoring this episode of the podcast, but NordVPN is the one I use and it's the one that sprang to mind as well. It's good. And yeah, they, they're, they're sponsoring us uh, still and we continue to think that it's a, a pretty good product. If you're looking for a VPN, uh, you can go get yourself a pretty good deal on it too. If you go to nordvpn.com slash filthy. That's yeah. right. You get like a big fucking percentage whack off. A real go fuck yourself discount, honestly. <laughs> yeah. But the good kind. Yeah. Like yeah. The, the Tony Soprano. Uh, he said it bad sometimes. <laughs> You know he did I mean. sometimes say go fuck yourself in, in a, a negative bad way, way. Yeah. every now and then. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Once in a little a while. Easter egg. <laughs> so you could be like Ben, you know, you could be sit- sitting down to watch some BBC and change your location to 
bloody Nottinghamshire or mm-hmm. whatever, then you could go Netflix US and say I'm in Milwaukee. Mm. Then you could fire up some Amazon, uh, some anime and say that you're uh, sitting in the dead centre of the Shibuya Crossing. Yes. You can the, honestly, the world's your oyster. You can That's live right. like a high-end fashion model <laughs> simply with NordVPN. <laughs> That's how I view it. Yeah, Yeah, I've (laughs) travelled. I'm actually in Milan right now, but I'll be there in 20 minutes. Yeah, (laughs) I'm part of the jet set. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, nordvpn.com slash filthy. You get uh, a bunch of free months. You get a bunch of, uh, uh, you get like a bonus thing. Go have a look for yourself. Go to Risk-free, 30-day money-back guarantee, which you will not need to use. because it's It's genuinely the best VPN Actually, coming into February, that's more than a month. Oh, even more value. coming up month. They're the kings of value and queens. Uh, but yeah, nordvpn.com slash filthy for all of that. Uh, also, before you die, I think it's worth trying to keep yourself in decent-ish nick. Yeah. And if you want to do that whilst using a product that will avoid as many nicks as possible, mm. yes, uh, Manscaped is a good one to use. Well, you don't want to die in the nude and then have everyone at your funeral talking about the ungodly state of your bush when you were discovered. Mm, that's the thing. Grandmas yes. always used to tell their grandkids, like, wear clean underwear. Yeah. What if you get hit by a car? Yeah. And the modern day version of that is a podcast telling you, <laughs> manscaped.com. Keep it trim. Keep it tight. what if you get hit by a space car? Yeah. Uh, you can go to manscaped.com. And again, use the code FILTHY. You get 20% off. Mm. You get free shipping. And they make good shit. It's yeah. uh, the, the way I personally prefer to keep my hair from taking over my body. <laughs> yeah, that's a good way to put it. Yeah. Um, We've all got the, uh, the performance pack. Yeah. They sent us a while ago. You got the ear hair and... The ear and nose hair trimmer. Yep. You got the lawnmower 4.0. Oh, uh, top of the line. Beautiful little charging stations. They got a little light on them. Yeah, a little USB They're charger. Very handy. Water resistant. Yep. They are water resistant. The, the 4.0 is water resistant. You got your resistant. you got your little ball tonics and stuff like that that they yep. throw in. It's good shit. It's really good shit. And you know, you're talking about Nick's. If Saint Nicholas didn't bring you one, well, hey, bring yourself one. Ask Stevie Nick's. Oh, okay. maybe she's, she's still, still kicking. I don't know. She Someone is, from Fleetwood yeah. Mac died. Yeah, the other the other lady. Right. Uh, uh, well, rest in peace and memory.com for 20% off of free shipping. That's, use the code filter. That's no rumor. It's no rumor. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, make sure that everyone can see your tusk. Ooh. Ooh. I uh, saw Tusk come up on like a at a karaoke place. Okay. I was like, there's barely any lyrics to this song. It's a lot of. Dr- if you were doing like drum karaoke, yeah. that'd be a great one. Yeah. Uh, I did a little bit of uh, karaoke by singing along to a song that everybody all knew the words for already, and the words were "Pretty Good Game." Okay, Hades. I played a ton. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, pretty uh, good game. I can't remember if either of you guys went super hard into Hades. I went pretty hard. I never finished it because it was I found it difficult, but right. I loved it. I loved the art style. Like I've always loved super super giant super giants games. I love Bastion and Transistor and all all of that. Oh, except for Pyre, but. Yeah, I, I did play a bunch of Hades. It wasn't like Game of the Year level for me, which like I think it, it won Game of the Year at the Game Awards. It was yeah, a lot of people are super into it in that mm. way. I, I don't think I'm quite as like top of all time as some people. That was the thing that inspired me to do it was like I saw some list of best games and was like, I'll go through this and whichever one I haven't played that's oh, yeah. closest yep. to number one. And it's your Super Mario Worlds and whatever. And then Hades was the, the, the mm. first. Uh, Hades was on a ton of, yeah, not just the awards thing, but yeah, ton of lists that year it was number one. Yeah. And it's it, kind of the first, uh, maybe that's not, well, yeah, one of the first kind of like indie and roguelites to really like break through. And you heard a lot of people be like, 
I've never enjoyed this style of game, and right. this is the one that's really that's really. Caught I think me. it was that it was yeah because like obviously Rogue was the first one, Rogue Legacy. Mm. But yeah, I I I, th- I agree. I think it was the first one that I didn't immediately go. Nah, I hate this. Yeah. Where's my progress? You know. Yeah. Um, Rogue Legacy. When was Dead Cells? Well, Rogue was the 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 old computer one. Who yeah. Gives it? That you can look up your own history if you want, but my history no, over we, the last couple of weeks with Hades. We did the history of video games about two years ago. Go listen. I'm to saying, those. go look at it. Yeah, um, but a lot of people said like the storytelling and the writing was the thing that kept it kept people coming back and sticking with it. I never personally found that to be that engaging. But what did right. you think of it? I liked it enough. I the, the but the the main thing is that it is just a really fucking fun game to play. It, it is, feels great. Yeah. If you're gonna make a game where the whole point of it is to replay the same four levels mm. again and again and again with uh you know a and that's it. Yep. <laughs> yep. Then Full make stop. sure the game is fun and damn they have. Yeah. I yeah. think it's with the writing it might even be a case where it's like those kinds of things generally have like none of that kind of stuff. It's literally yes. just like, hey, go through this room and then now you're dead and you're back at the start. So the uh, fact that yeah. there is kind of like that stuff actually kind of like unfolds story wise yep. over the course of your playthroughs is kind of like yeah. what people found cool about it. And mm. I liked the way it was sort of unraveling that like web of what's going on here because yeah. it really fucking throws you in the mm. art's cool the art looks good and the the the, the characters are all um pretty like i was excited to go and talk to each of them in between each run right mm. to go and get more of that stuff and like it's not so uh constant that it becomes um a drag at any point it's not like neon white or something where right it's like you're just skipping everything right yeah. like doing this chore to get a thing like i enjoyed it uh, and thought the writing was decent and the voice acting was pretty good um, and, and and got into the sort of overall story because you you get out and then you have to get out. I mean, I, not to, but it's a couple of years old now and I'm not going to actually spoil anything, but you it keeps going for way longer than it seems like mm. it might right. uh, as you start it. Like it doesn't just end at getting out. Yeah. And you're, it, it, you've just got so many different options with... So if you've never played Hades, it is a, a, a roguelike sort of game where you are... Uh, doing this this um, uh, uh, top down what's that isometric word isometric combat that is very zippy and speedy. You've got six different weapons that all feel very different mm. as well, almost to the point of like not a fighting game, but like the the way that you can expand upon each of these weapons with the um, different abilities that you're getting every run gives you this huge breadth of options in in how you fight and you're and it's always great when a game finds a good way to do this you're forced to experiment with that stuff because you're getting basically random power-ups as you go Mm -hmm. through each Mm -hmm. time and you've got an impetus to pick different weapons because each run one of them will get you more gems or whatever yeah so it it is uh it's does a good job of um getting you not to just fall onto one way of playing it and repeat and repeat and repeat. So the variety stays there. Mm. Yeah. You're getting these different Greek gods giving you different power-ups, which like each of them has sort of a theme with the type of power-ups they'll give you. And there's a whole bunch of them, but it'll be things like um, your attack now also shoots out this wave of damage or um, your special attack now restores your life a little bit every time it hits and things like that where you're having to sort of improvise this build of your character every time you go through. And I just found that really addictive. Mm. And the core um, 
movement of your your character feels great. Yeah, it's you, you've got like a dash, a hit, a second bigger hit, and uh, like a cast ability which can become a, a bunch of different things. But it shoots out a limited number of um, uh, ammunition, mm. and it, it changes up with each weapon where like one is a shield and you really have to use it as a shield and it's an effective shield. And like, it feels like you're just meant to frisbee it like Captain America or whatever, mm. but you're meant to shield yourself like Captain America. Oh, <laughs> it's easy to remember the distinction. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just use this simple mnemonic device. <laughs> Don't be Captain America, be Captain America. Mm-hmm. It's, it's no surprise that you like it because it, it's basically slightly uh, more 3D version of Vampire Survivor. Absolutely, really similar to that. Yeah. That was, and especially because the two icons on my desktop were one on top of the other. <laughs> right. I made that same comparison, and then the other one was Diablo. Yeah. I went yeah. back to Diablo one for some reason. Oh, so literally, sick. those three <laughs> are sitting there, one on top of the other. Um, if only you just merged them into one. You can do it. Yeah. It's called Hades. Yeah, it is Hades. <laughs> it's it's a, a a really there there's enough of a um period of time when you first start playing it that it it could put you off mm-hmm, quite mm-hmm. easily i think um and i did for me at the time i believe i think i played right. a bit of it at the time and i played it on the switch at the time and then got oh. the pc version on um a, a sale here which had a cross save which was nice oh great but um, oh god i wish that was more common yeah. they had to like it's clearly being run through their own servers or something because you've got to like sign up to some other thing right. with your email address on your switch which feels like you're getting scammed. Right. It's so yeah. weird. Like, I know I bought this game and I know it's on the Switch, so I'm probably not, but it really felt like someone <laughs> was fishing my information to log into a web page on a Switch game. Yeah. But uh, on the PC, it feels fucking great. Yeah. It, it, and it just is so um, tuned. Like, this is one of those ones where I think the fact that it was an early access game for so long, you yeah. can tell how much that has allowed them to really fucking hone this game where it is just this, like pretty perfectly made thing for what mm. it's trying to do it doesn't really fuck any of it up yeah and there's enough like different twists on each run and different little secrets that you find and and new things that you get and um different wrinkles in in the characters you're meeting and whatever that it is pretty moorish i did hit a point with it where i don't think it's really designed to be played in a big big chunk Right, okay. especially because of its repetitive sort of nature, mm. I think it's better maybe spread out. Where I did get a little worn out on it, mm. and I don't think it quite sits in like my top of whatever I've done. But it's just such a well-made game. I'm really looking forward to the sequel now too. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah haven't played something that like honed and uh, just like sheened mm. in in a fair while. Well, I, you mentioned this before, but I uh, I spent a bit more time with Vampire Survivors. Yeah. Because I'd played very little of it, and it, like you guys were saying, it's very, does take a few kind of goes around to really, really reveal the kind of chaos that it's capable of, mm. and the unlocking different levels, yeah. and the like different weapons and characters and stuff. What a fucking great game. There's so <laughs> I've much had in to, there. I've, same with Marvel Snap, actually. I was... Really hitting both of them pretty hard right before Christmas and had to instigate a bit of a ban. <laughs> really have had to limit myself from those two I games. I saw something, maybe in our Discord or somewhere, I can't remember, and I don't think I went and verified this information, but I think the guy who made Vampire Survivors, used to, his day job used, used to, make, to be making slot machines. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. No, I think that's true. Yeah, I think that was part of the story. And boy, yeah, you can tell. Story. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, especially those little treasure chests that you get. That's very uh, slot machine aesthetic. I think you're well ahead of me in it now. Like, I've, really? I don't think I've even got to the second level. Like, oh, really? Right. Yeah. I'm up to oh, the third. I just the really third, enjoyed um, what I did play. Right. The third, I'm finding it pretty hard to get beyond. Yeah, right. There's the so tough. much stuff in like that bonus or unlockables menu that yeah. like it's worth going through and just deliberately trying to get that stuff every run. And it kind of doesn't... There's a lot of stuff in there that you do kind of have to like poke around with a bit. Like it doesn't... It'll it's not tell clear you, It'll first. come up with a menu and it's like, sure, but what is this? Right. It doesn't really tell you, hey, if you do this, you'll get this. It's cool. It's almost like an old-fashioned kind of like... It's intriguing in the way that like an NES game that you didn't have the fucking instruction book for would have mm. been back in the day, you know? Well, you know like, what it reminds me of in a good way? It feels like a fake game from, like, a movie. You know right. how they're always, like, <laughs> very simplistic and, like, it feels like the kind of game that, like, Bart Simpson would have played in, like, season one of The Simpsons. Mm. You know, it was yeah, always... Yeah. Bart used to be a gamer and he's kind of not anymore. Like, there's yeah, that, he fell off, didn't he? Yeah. He really yeah. did. Bonestorm, there's that boxing you, game that he's, like, smashing Homer at and he's I getting really... I bet the really, whole uh, problem he had with his mum around Bonestorm yeah. when yeah. he got that... It's probably wrecked it. For I, yeah, I that's think fair. So, yeah. That's probably it. He's had to be like, no, I didn't even want it. It's okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm more into skateboarding. It's and okay. It's fine. Golf game after it. That's right. Oh, yeah. yeah. But you can totally picture this in like a movie where you know someone's like, you know, nephew is like playing a game and they're like, what's that rod over there on the screen? And it, you know, because it, it's like you can just get so much context and just like zombies. three seconds yeah. of it, just like pew 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 pew, and just like. You being a real gamer watching it going like, that's not fucking what games look like. Yeah. <laughs> so overly the dad simplistic. trying to bond and be like, so what do you do here, Timmy? <laughs> well, you move around and the thing shoots the vampires. You like, picked up all the, right, you buddy. you got to get the garlic. You need to power up the garlic. The garlic yeah. is OP. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you ever talk in acronyms again. <laughs> but yeah, great game. Free on the mobile, uh, if that's the only way you have access to it. Or it's if much, not, much more fun on PC, I feel like. Yeah, at the very least, you need like a... A little um, backbone controller or something. Right. But if you don't have the PC, it's a pretty fun way of playing it because yeah. all you're doing is moving mm. around. It's on Xbox as well. Yep. Yep. Um, you know what's on game. everything? I think except for the phone is Oli Oli World. Yes. This game was pretty high in my top ten list. I think from memory. Um, when it came out, I was like, "This is my game of the year." But yep. it right. was pushed down by a couple of games that came out soon. It came after. out in like January. It did. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, what came out later than that was the DLC. Yeah, there's two DLC packs: uh, Void Riders, and I think something about the f- entering the flow zone. Okay. Now you, because yeah, so this is another one where you talk. I I had played a fair bit of this when it came out, but mm-hmm. I had it on Switch, and so I went back and got it on PC. Yeah, after you talked about it on the game of the year. Um, how do you get like? Because those DLC things come up on the screen for me. Mm. Can you access them just immediately? I no. I think you have to go and buy them. I, I you have to <laughs> unlock them in the game. Maybe I thought I had. Oh, uh, I thought I had bought the deluxe pack, but anyway, maybe I didn't. I think you do for the Void Riders one. I okay. think you have to. Un, you have to have reached a certain point in right, the game. Right. And then the flow zone one is like a separate area. Maybe again, right. you have to clear some amount of levels. Right. Everyone just be a little bit sensitive around Benny's entering the flow zone, if you know what I mean <laughs> at the moment. So just be, just be gentle. Wow, we lost the 3% of women listening to the podcast. <laughs> I think they appreciated it because I said be gentle. <laughs> Ben's be rad auntie is in town. <laughs> <laughs> She's kick-flipped yeah. her way into his house. <laughs> uh, but uh, what I did, I, I did... I think Libra Air is a type of tampon and also would be 
a skateboarding thing. Oh, so, absolutely. Yep. That's a bit of synergy there. Yeah, yeah. Ladies, I've not done let us know what it. you think of this. <laughs> uh, I ended up buying the game for a third time. Fantastic. On PS5 because, I mean, I bought it on Switch because I wanted to play it on the on couch. On the couch, yeah, yeah, sure. And it just doesn't run properly. So The, the load times were what? I was playing right. Oli Oli World on, and it, it, it was running fine. Like, the levels were... were you know, smooth enough and everything for yeah. me. But the, the, we had fucking long load times and on that Switch. I think even the menu, like, wasn't, you know, moving smoothly from right. Like, it was... It's definitely yeah. one of those things that maybe is a bit more noticeable when you've played that other version of it yes. too. Yes, yeah. Um, like, Cult of the Lamb was that. Right, me. right. Yeah, there was a few things The Switch, Switch is dead. End, yeah. Long live the Switch. But it, it's uh, the ultimate version of Oli Oli World it, for me is the PS5, so I just bought it. Played the whole thing, like the main sort of thing, through again from the start. Mm-hmm. Which, again, is pretty hefty for a skateboarding game. There's like, yeah. I think, maybe six worlds with about 15 stages in each. But there's also three challenges in each stage. Yeah. There's a challenge to complete them without using checkpoints. There's obviously like the points. Um, like there's three levels of points that you can hit to, you know, unlock stuff. So it's yeah. lots of content in the game. So I did all of that again and then... Yeah, I played these DLCs. So, and the Void Riders one is there's an extra mechanic where there will be on this. And for anyone who hasn't played it, it's a 2D skateboarding game. Um, it's basically a platforming endless runner type of thing. You're yeah. like jumping from from pole and like automatically moving basically, but you yep. can speed up, speed up, grind and jump, ollie over gaps and shit like that. Just pushing directions rather than buttons to yes. like do the tricks and things. It's very simple. And yeah, closer to one of those type of endless runner platformers is really fun. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Void Rise introduces the mechanic of there'll be basically a, a little patch of the screen. It's like you know um, a purple holographic sort of zone that's like being projected down from a spaceship. Okay. So when you're going through that and holding down the, I think it's the right stick to grab. Um, you basically move upwards. You move upwards like it's being you're being tractor beamed up into a UFO. But obviously, as you have forward momentum, it's just kind of moving you up, you know, forwards, upwards into the air. And so, when you go through that zone, you do a trick. You'll you know fly up into the air and then land on a grind rail. And it's utilizing that sort of uh, physics mechanic to get through new stages. Okay. And so there again, there's like a you know twenty odd new stages with harder challenges basically like it is a little bit of a step up from the main game there's other sort of you know boss character things you know uh challenges i guess to do um there's a few of them in the main story level or the main you know campaign of like beat this bear down the rapids you know and all you have to do really is get through the level as quickly as possible bears are quick yeah and he's in a little tube i think you know in a little oh, inflatable. that would make him slower probably be yeah out. yeah <laughs> But um, it's yeah a few more things like that. There's a few more levels that are more like go back and forth through this like uh, zone, void zone, like I said, and you know collect these crystals. And so you just like go through it once, grab a few, go back through it, you know, and you're just trying to avoid obstacles and shit. So there's like different challenges to just completing levels. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then yeah, the flow one is uh, there'll be basically like little gust of wind patches that like fling you forwards give you heaps more momentum and you're it's just kind of more fun like you're getting more air so you're doing more I, tricks i do love a dlc that's not just like here's a few more levels it's like let's just bring in a fucking raft of yeah yeah, yeah. crazy new mechanics and just like completely turn the game on its head that's it and the the uh, visual design of the game itself the ba- base game was so sick and progressed as you went through the stages but 
it's even more yeah creative and interesting in these DLC packs and I yeah there's just as much sort of unlockable stuff and cool I've been pay- playing a bit of the multiplayer as well which is just like um, the game will generate a a new stage and then you just try and get the highest score you can and you, again okay. you're unlocking like cosmetics and skateboards and you know hats and shit like that yep. you know the more you play so um, it just yeah I I haven't like hundred percented it by any means it's Really hard to get those high scores, mm. but um, still a fucking great game. Not for me. I find it easy <laughs> to get the high scores, actually. Really? So yeah. you got you got the platinum trophies? If yeah, we'd be able to a, see that, uh, about a million points. Actually. Wow, a million! Wow, a mil! Uh, about a million. A milli, a milli. Oh, two, probably two, probably oh. actually three million. That's way wow. more than that's one like million. double yeah. or triple. Yeah. 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 Well, you know, five, four, five million, six. Oh, this keeps Your going up. Guesses are so very approximate. That's so you really so, undersold yourself with yeah. one million. Pretty big yeah. number. So can't be too accurate about big numbers. <laughs> you know, you'd know that if you knew big numbers. I mean, when it comes to paying tax, I think you're right. The, the higher it goes, the less accurate <laughs> yeah, you really zero about have zero. To be. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I've been. Uh, you know what I've done in the last couple of weeks? I've dug out the old Nintendo 3DS. That's catching up, crazy. Catching up on a couple of games on there, and also just very aware that that uh, eShop is shutting down soon. So I wanted to grabble up a couple of the things that uh, never quite got around to on there. Uh, there's also a couple of things that have been re-released on there that don't look like they're going to be re-released on anything else anytime mm, soon. So, like, okay. the first Luigi's Mansion I wanted to have. There's those uh, that remake of the uh, the first Mario and Luigi RPG. Sure. Um, what else did I get on there? Oh, the Donkey Kong Returns 3D. Oh, yeah. Yep. I just kind of wanted to have all this kind of stuff on there just for, like, went and bought a nice big SD card for it and then right. just kind of, like, put some money on the shop and just loaded it up. Yeah. Um, and I played and finished Kirby Planet Robobot. Oh, that which is, isn't the one that's coming out soon, right? No. That's the other 3DS one. Is this the is one the 3DS exclusive right. one. But then there's an, Return to Dreamland was the Wii. And that's yes. the one that's coming out yeah. on the Switch. Okay, yes, right. yes. Okay. Uh, Planet Robobot. 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 It's a... Bit, a, it's a bit, of, bit of redundancy in that name, right? Ro- just robot. What or if it's bot. A p- particularly robotic robot. Well, I am a <laughs> robot. That's what he would say. I would have oh, called sorry. it. I freaked out Tommy. It's a dog robot. It's a robot with throat cancer using one of those oh, yeah. like right. I would have called she the game. She might be wondering how I of all machines <laughs> could have yeah. gotten this. They built me cruelly. Yeah, the dog absolutely hates this. Does bit. not like this voice. I'm sorry, QB. It should be called Kirby and the particularly robotic robot. Then. Okay. Yeah, that's maybe. <laughs> how are you more robotic than a robobot? <laughs> <laughs> maybe in Japanese that is what it yeah, was, and in the West yeah. they're like people aren't. And it's the name of a this. planet. Yeah. Oh. Mars doesn't have, you know, bars on it. No, it's that's got true. Sand. Mm, true. Is my understanding. Dirt, dirt. Well, it's a 2D Kirby game. It's a great 2D Kirby game. All right. It's, uh, it's using the 3DS screen effect really nicely. you got these bits where, you know, you're crossing a street and you're seeing little cars kind of coming Ooh. at you in the screen. Uh, re- <laughs> really, uh, really good stuff. Uh you know, you're doing all your classic Kirby stuff. Level design's great. Very colourful. Looks awesome. You're sucking up people. You're getting their abilities. Oh. And then about two-thirds of the way through each level, there's a little mech. Kirby's, oh, that's right. Kirby's that's... getting into his little mech. That's yes. like a reverse Kirby. Kirby yeah. normally becomes the things that he puts inside of him. Yeah. But he's getting inside of something and becoming it. This Kirby's time. in the mech, and then the mech 
is sucking up things and getting their abilities. What the fuck? So now you've got a mech that's like got a crazy buzz saw or it's like got big fucking, you know, rock fist things. <laughs> yep. It's sick. It's just a true, like, really, really fun game. Yeah, nice. <laughs> <laughs> like, Kirby games are already, like, you know, they're not taxing. They're just, like, right. you go through, you got kind your of fun, creative more fun little than, bits yeah. of design and creativity and then just them going, like, uh, how can we ratchet this up for one? It's kind of, I guess it's, like, the precursor to the mouthful mode thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. How can we find, like, new ways that are just, like, very silly and give us license to do heaps of just, like, over-the-top stuff um, yeah, I I loved it. I thought it was. I, I had this weird impression, memory from when it came out that it got kind of panned that people weren't really into it. And then I just was looking it up a little while ago, and it's like, no, people love this. Yeah, right. And so yeah, went in and think it maybe got slept on. But if you've got a 3ds and you like that type of game, you like a good 3D, well, no, 2D platformer that uses the 3D of the screen really well. Check it out. Cool. Get on that eShop before it's Get on that eShop done before forever. it's too late. Well, that reminds go? me, I got I got a message from uh, from friend of the show Jonathan Schuster. Oh like, yeah, a week a week or so ago, mm. and it was so like f- just a message from someone who does not play a lot of video games. Mm. Because the message was, hey, I just... Um, Help me, I'm stuck <laughs> in... <laughs> I think the game is trying to kill me in real life. Yeah. Uh, it was like, I got a... I borrowed a, a mate's PS3. And I was like, oh, okay, this is already... Okay, here we go. Maybe outside my What's wheelhouse. What's this, like, red, white and yellow fucking plugs? Where do they go? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, so, I'm sorry, my friend. That does not work anymore. Is this shit written in the Spider-Man font? <laughs> <laughs> What's going on with that? He was like, I was so excited to play Ratchet and Clank on PS3. And I was like, which... Ra- what? And I think... There's like a collection of the even the older ones. There's a bunch of Ratchet and Clank games on the PS3. Right. I know that he played the not not Rift Apart, but the one before that, the on like PS4. first of the reboot ones. Yeah, right. and loved that. Yeah, maybe the... he thought he could play Rift Apart, the newer one, by going <laughs> further backwards into the PS. And catalog. there's HD versions of those PS2 ones. And the, he's getting mad at me for doing the voice from earlier. <laughs> A PS3 for Ratchet and Clank. There's a new Ratchet and Clank on the PS5. <laughs> Should go backwards to that. Um, you got those. <laughs> you got those HD versions of the original ones, and then they put out like three PS3 Ratchet and Clank right. games. It's the home of Ratchet and Clank, right? As far as I'm concerned. I, maybe that's why he was so excited to borrow his friend's PS3. Real gamers go to the PS3 for Ratchet and Clank. We, I don't think we told you more this. More advanced but we... than we think. <laughs> We saw Schuster at a party a couple months ago. Mm. And what game was it that he played? He'd played something recently. Was it maybe the first uh, God of War? Maybe. Yeah. And he hated it. And he was like demanding to come onto the podcast That's to right. talk about why. Well, you've had your day now. <laughs> yeah. But we've done it for you. But he was so excited for Ratchet and Clank that he bought off eBay mm. one of these PS3 versions. He was only borrowing the PS3, but he was like, I want to own okay. this game. And then it was so scratched that it wouldn't play Damn. in the PS3. So he borrowed this one for the weekend. Poor Shuey. He was so excited. And his question was like, how do I get it on PS3? And it, the PS3 store is like basically shut down. It's yeah. kind of fucked now. Yeah. yeah I it, forget that, but you like can't add your credit card or something. It's and basically that. He went to buy it and was like, it's not letting me buy it. <laughs> And scratches on the disc is like the olden days version of an eShop shutting down. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, like, I did, I looked it up for him and it was like, yeah, you have to, like, go into the PS app through your PlayStation 5, load money by, you know, bank transfer onto your account. The 3DS is like that now. Right. You, it gives you, you go to 
yeah, you buy it on the thing, you click purchase and then it tell, asks you how you want to do it and you put credit card and then it comes up like you now have to go to this URL Fuck. and put your credit card stuff in there and put the money on it from there. And it's, I yeah, would love annoying. to know how much a server costs to, to, to have this stuff accessible and the ability to make money off of it. Right. I would love to see the balance sheets on that. I mean, because it, yeah. people keep websites up that are like Sailor Moon fan sites from mm, 1997. Yeah. And that has to be less. I mean, maybe that's doing it for the love of the game, but. I would you, imagine. <laughs> yeah, I they're like, not doing it for profit. Yeah. People are keeping this this podcast up for a very long time. <laughs> yes. And I'm going to waste some of our time by saying, have we ever done Kirby Your Enthusiasm before? Have we ever said that? I. Oh. It's never come out of my mouth. I can, it I does can say that. that. You should suck him up, Larry. No, I don't want him. No, yeah. I'm not going to do it. Mm. No, suck me up, Larry. You'll get my powers. Nah. Uh, nah, uh, nah I don't want him. Yeah. Uh, you know? And that's being kept up. How come you can't go buy a fucking ratchet and clay? I don't know. Yeah. Because Stadia got an official time of... Yeah, down, yeah, yeah. Uh, the 18th of Jan at midnight, I think. Midnight. Central time America. <laughs> like a reverse launch, waiting up for mid- till <laughs> <Yeah>. midnight. <laughs> yeah. To see, close to to see the to lights. To see the, to see the ribbon get taped back up again. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. It's It, it almost... It, it's like it should be like there's no PS3 store and and everyone knows that and you can't be mistaken and it's not a fuck around just shut it down or just yeah leave it up I but no you're right prob- there's a global company like I don't yeah I mean with the 3DS I always do prefer when I can to like have the stuff physical so I was looking up some of these games I was like yeah oh, maybe I'll just do like a big you know eBay order and then something like I kind of want to revisit that Kid Icarus game that yep, was on there. Yep. Yeah. And it's like every physical copy of that that's in a box is like $100 at least. Because it's, yeah, yeah. it's like a rarity now. Well, it's like, and oh, I, I have to assume that they would shut the whole thing down fully if they could, but there's got to be some legal thing somewhere oh, yeah. probably in Europe where they need to have it up for some amount of time. Mm. In some, And that gets around this by making it technically not cost anything for them. Right. But you can go and waste them a couple of fucking dollars and download electricity. I don't know. Mm. I I would love to get someone who knew a fucking goddamn thing to talk about this. Well, especially now that there's like more and more things are coming out digital only. That's mm. yes. that's like a big issue for indie stuff. Oh. If if these e-shops get shut down and then it's like these games just don't there's you know you can't even be like oh maybe I'll keep my eye out for a cheap copy of just the cart unboxed and you know it still does exist out there in the world somewhere. Yeah. But if it's like a yeah Mutant muds or something like that. <laughs> You're just never going to be able to play that again. They've created an industry where piracy is not only morally justifiable, but it's morally imperative. Yeah, that you do it to preserve it for future generations who won't give a fucking shit about it. <laughs> no, exactly. But it's like we should still. My question. My question back to shoot. I mean, it wasn't. I was like, hey, yeah, I'll try and help. And then it was like, sorry, look in EB Games bargain bins. But it's like, why? Why do you care? Why aren't you playing the new one? <laughs> yeah, and the but old that, ones there is that. There's there's that company that does release, and I think they do it particularly for Switch games that don't have physical releases. They do like oh, limited, limited run runs. And yeah. yeah, there's a few of them that will do like a boxed version of and something. I, that's that's been, it, right? They're it's very like you, expensive and like yeah. uh, sort of a different collector thing. But if you if you care, like get one of those because. In, if you want to be able to play this game that you supposedly love so sure, much, sure. But even them, a lot of the times years. they only make like a well, as the name implies, a limited. Like so, a short hike is like an hour right. and a half game, right? And they have a version of it that you can buy boxed for whatever forty dollars. But it's like comes with a map, comes with mm. a little coin and all that kind of shit. 
but it's they made like I don't know a thousand of them or something. Right. Well, and, and games that. are just so different in that they're locked to this specific hardware where there aren't mm. really any movies, for example, mm. that are locked to being on HD DVD only. Yeah, yeah. there aren't yeah. any books that are locked to a leather bound. But you know what? I, you've got <laughs> a specific mm, stock of paper. It's pretty it's easy. An exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> you can find some preserved well, digital version of the majority of things. Uh, com- like with graphic novels and stuff, there's like you know. Uh, different versions there'd be different releases stuff be goes out of print and, yeah, and then yeah, yeah a lot of that's like collectory sort of stuff though right if you want to see the raw the raw info that yeah. was in that comic uh, I mean, you can a book find. a book is a better yes it's like yeah. it's just text <laughs> yeah and you can find very you know th- there's only one version of this thing because all the rest burned yeah. when i set fire to that library mm. in alexandria it was me <laughs> but you know like it it's it's hard to play a PS3 game. Well, you can emulate it, sure it pretty is. easily now. <laughs> you got to borrow a friend. <laughs> That's been your motto for years, hasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll it's always, I'll always fight game. this fight that everything should all be constantly accessible at all times. We live in a world where we've got pipes between every fucking computer yeah. Yeah. that there is. We should all have everything. One I mean, mind. The whole thing of like <laughs> Nintendo putting a lot of like me up. porting so much stuff onto the Switch, probably more than they've ever done in the past. Yeah. yeah. And, it, and it, I mean... But then it's, I hate that shit. Well, but it's, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. But it's going to drive me insane if then their next thing isn't backwards compatible. Well, you it know what I mean? Because it's like... <laughs> they got to make money. You know, this thing of like, hey, we've okay, now this like ideal library exists. Like, yeah. Just keep your Switch. Keep the Switch. I mean, I, I used to... When I was younger, I would like... Yeah, get rid of a console eventually, get a little extra money, and then now I, right. I mean that's why I kind of got all this stuff for the 3ds because I'm like, yep, I'm gonna get this all set up with everything I kind of want on it, and then yeah. it's just gonna it's just gonna be the place where these games live if I ever want to go back to them. It'll all rot eventually, I guess. <laughs> but like, <laughs> what do you want? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I think I'd you t- have to just be uh, okay with spending money for something that you actually love rather than getting convenience for everything. But it's not about convenience. It's literally accessibility to them. Like, it's not yeah, possible to even get the... But they're toys as well. So it's like, you don't need them. No, but they're art as well. <laughs> so they have, like, historical, cultural importance. Then to buy exist. the physical so release of limited run of uh, a short hike, I but guess. But that doesn't exist half the time for a lot of these things. Well, it's oh, well. <laughs> See, that's <laughs> what I know your ultimate point is. Uh, I don't care. <laughs> Which, But I do care. There are lots of people... Like, in a hundred years, when we're studying this stuff... Like, people said the same shit about at the BBC in the 60s, and they were like, ah, tape over it. Who fucking gives a shit? It's yeah. Doctor Who. And now you can't watch that shit, and it's like... But Doctor Who is shit. But it's a <laughs> part of a... Well, okay, we should just have whatever Ben wants only sit on Ben's shelf, yes. and then we've figured out how no, to catalogue yeah, and archive. I do, I do think it's a very, like... Uh, it's a very... I don't know what you call it. Not selfish, but like... Because, yeah, people are going to come along in it's 10, 20 years who... Yeah, can't you know? Even even in our us kind of coming of age as video games were kind of evolving. Yeah, there's still stuff that I missed out on that it's like, God damn, how can you how can you go back and just experience this and have a go of it? Yeah, it's a yeah. I don't know. It's 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 a weird. It is a weird problem that doesn't exist with. If anything you don't else. learn from the past, you're doomed to repeat your mistakes. And in a few years, we'll get fucking Buck Bumble coming out again because oh, yeah. no one will be able to play Buck Bumble I mean, to that's see they already right. made it. It's it's not. It is the fact that it's games and not movies and books. It's like a lot of the old ones were not art. Like honestly, if you some but some of the, a, but it doesn't mean there's yeah. nothing to learn from them if you're developing a new one. You know what I mean? Like yeah, if you're yeah. a developer having a library of every game 
is a useful tool to make new good games that you will want to play next year mm. when, when they're up on the store for 11 seconds before they're like, it's too expensive. We're well, going to close it now. Oh, we made a mistake. <laughs> we fucked up. We shouldn't have ever released anything. Skull and Bones is delayed. Fuck you. Well, it's funny that there's a big, like, there's a, like, it doesn't really happen, as we're saying, with other mediums. But there, it does from time to time, and it, and it is a big kind of story. Like, I don't know if you saw recently the band De La Soul, none of the, like a bunch of their albums weren't on streaming because they didn't, something where they like didn't have the masters to, they oh, didn't sure. have the rights to them or whatever. Yeah. And they've just recently gotten them back. So now it's this like huge event, like three foot high and rising is finally making it to right. Spotify and right, Apple Music. Right. It's like people going like, yeah, this is a classic album. Like why is this so, and it's like, oh, it exists on CD or Go out and, you know, buy it from here or watch it on, you know, it's like someone's put it on YouTube. It's like, mm. yeah, but I don't want to. I want it in my Spotify. Like, I want to make a playlist. I think that's the thing is that, like, books and movies and stuff like that, like, you can't legally buy every book and movie easily straight away. And I'm not necessarily even saying that needs to happen where every video game should be instantly purchasable on the most modern thing. But there's no library equivalent where there is that, like, those big libraries like the Library of Congress or mm. whatever where they have mm. a copy of everything they can for posterity, right. for the future. Mm. Well, and it's not everything. with games. It's only things that are, like, noteworthy. Well, yeah, but, like, so, everything that, that seems significant to yeah. put in there. Yeah. But then in a, you, you just can't tell what's going to be noteworthy as well in a in hundred years. People, like... I bet people didn't give a shit about Nosferatu at the time or whatever. You know what I mean? <laughs> I think they did. I think you know it was I mean. like nominated for an Oscar. I, the problem is that I only know of the movies that people liked from back then. <laughs> right. Yeah. The but noteworthy ones. I think, you know, like Kelly Gang maybe even, or a lot of those early mm. train ones, people at the time would have but been like, well, who gives a fuck about this train coming towards there, me? There are, now it matters. But there are millions of books that went out of print and weren't preserved. Totally. Right? And so, that sucks. It, we've got to keep track of it all. They just found out a thing recently well, about cave paintings and there were these dots and lines on them that they didn't really know what they meant and they figured out that it's the earliest form of language that we know of now. Oh, cool. Because it was marking gestation periods of each of these different animals so they knew oh. when to hunt them and when not to so that they wouldn't like kill the entire flock of them by accidentally killing the pregnant mothers. Right. And Buck Bumble is just as important as that. <laughs> we need to... There might be something in it. My there might be something in it that tells us in a million years something about what it was like to live today Can you imagine that, that nothing else is replicated. When we are future humans and we're just glowing orbs or whatever we oh, are yes, in that dream. time yep. and coming back now and not being able to trace our history back to buck to the bank to the buck to the beat to the bickety buck bumble but that is on youtube because it's important enough <laughs> but to youtube be will preserved. be deleted too yeah because they'll find a fucking half a swear word somewhere and be like <laughs> boo yuck oh. all right well we guys a, what do you think does that wrap us up for this week yeah we had a bunch of news stories but i assume we've gone long enough yeah we they're, they're all they're, there's there's not a ton of stuff that's like uh i'll quickly simon pegs in that hogwarts game we'll play that in a month yeah yep. uh they talked about redfall uh arcane did and just kind of clarified that people are thinking of it as a left for dead but it's more like a far cry they're ref on a far cry cool. yeah it is funny that literally everyone was like oh it's left for dead but Deadpool, death loop. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, but it's not at all, yeah. There's, it's just got the co-op and it's in like a spooky setting, I guess, made it seem yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and th I think this was maybe the most interesting thing because I briefly mentioned how fucking Skull and Bones got delayed mm, again mm. and Ubisoft has cancelled three other games that they were working on. Yeah. Um, three unannounced games, so we don't... It's not any of like those... 
Which is Mirage weird that, or like, whatever. Yeah, or like Beyond Good and Evil 2, which they still haven't fucking yeah. admitted it isn't happening. Could be one. That could be one. Because stuff like... But it's been announced. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah, the 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 the... I think Mario and Rabbids and Just Dance underperformed. Yes, and yeah. They're like trying to cut back. So Ubisoft's in a little bit of... Uh-oh. And the, but they were like, you know what we'll do? We'll make a fuckload more Tom Clancy games and <laughs> Assassin's Creed. That yeah. will definitely help. I mean, yeah. Help. All right, guys. Well, that is going to do us for another week here <laughs> at Filthy Casuals. You tuned into the news and they were like, hey, what did you do over the holidays? And at the end, they're like, oh, hey, uh, by the way, uh, yeah, yeah, George Pell died. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Rot, you fucker. And uh, we'll see you next week. Also, like, we pre-recorded the news for the last two weeks because we've, been, we've yeah. been off on break. So we, we had a guess. took a stab at what we thought was going to happen. Yeah, we spent the last two weeks boning up on some news we missed. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've yeah. completely missed that COVID story in 2020 yeah. and a lot of yeah. people really liked it. Uh, and yeah, it turns out Hades nuts. All right. That's what I wanted to say every time I've said the word. <laughs> <laughs> Filthycasuals.com.au. We got the links to all of the stuff that we've got going on. Get on the Patreon. Get a bonus episode every week yeah. uh, about movies, TV shows, all the other stuff that we engage with that's not video games. We've got the YouTube channel. Or the Last of Us podcast will be the place to engage with us not being yes. yeah. video games, but about a video game show. That's right. Just The Last of Us. I mean, that's where it'll be. We're not going to cover it on the bonus. It'll no. be there. Yep. Free for everyone. Click or I barely know her. Get on there. <laughs> yes. Add it to your feed. Link in the description, I think. Yeah. yeah. All right, guys. YouTube channel and stuff like you were saying. Yeah. So. yeah. Thanks very much for listening and as we say here at the end of every episode of Filthy Casuals preserve this episode <laughs> leave it downloaded on your phone and everything else ever or buy the physical release coming soon it's not enough <laughs> hold up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.